And so to the Caribbean, from which the West Indian team now with us has come. Pauline Newman, who seems always to be visiting faraway places, sent this report from Aruba. It's near the coast of South America, and Venezuela has fine white sand and lots of turtles. Welcome, my name is Tobia de Shisholo, and I have started to come here in 2015 as a student, then as a guest lecturer, and now as a full-time lecturer at the University of Aruba. And I hope to stay here for a long time. I really feel at home here. I take it you come from somewhere in Europe? Yes, indeed. I was born in Belgium, and my mother is from Belgium, but actually was raised in Italy. I studied environmental sciences for my bachelor in the Netherlands, where I came actually for the first time to Aruba through my bachelor thesis on marine pollution. And then I went to do my master and specialize in marine ecology. I'm also starting now my doctorate, my PhD studies. So I hope to really look at the interaction between the people and coral reefs and how can we make that more sustainable. So it's like a wonderful way to combining your passion with your work. Now, I believe actually that the coral in the Caribbean is in danger. Yes, for sure. We have seen a rapid decline in live coral cover in the past 40, 50 years in the Caribbean. It's one of the most impacted areas in the world, especially compared also to the Pacific, the Great Barrier Reef and Papua New Guinea, where it's a lot more healthy. Here we have seen rapid decline and a rise growth of macroalgae in compared to corals. What's going on? That's a very good question that has like a multifaceted answer because it's, of course there is many different stressors that are impacting coral reefs. Ecological stressors related to climate change, rising temperatures, increasing intensification of storms, but there is also a lot of social related stressors. Rapid population growth, rapid tourism growth and not supporting sanitation facilities that results in chronic pollution of nutrients. There is also industry pollution that varies across islands. If there is agriculture, if there is more industry development along the coastline, or, for instance, recreational activities, like a lot of boating, the noise, the propellers, can cause a lot of sediments resuspension, and that can also impact coral reefs. And if the coral reefs are in trouble, what implications does that have? Well... There is a lot of ecosystem services linked to coral reefs. They provide the food livelihood through the diving, tourism, snorkeling, and they provide also, they're one of the main sources of the beautiful scent that we see here across the island. So it's like degradation of the reefs actually produce those scent. And it also creates a barrier towards the storm and heavy waves. Therefore, if coral reef starts to disappear, we will see also decreasing fish, therefore also in livelihood for people. And how about global warming? What's happening there to affect coral bleaching? Well, bleaching is a natural response of corals to stress. So when the temperature of the water increases above the summer maximum, we usually see a response of the coral to distress with bleaching. So they release this algae that live in their tissue and they have this symbiotic relationship. And when they expel this algae, they're actually their main source of food. So we see the translucent skin of the coral and their skeleton. And if the algae doesn't come back, so when the temperature goes down, it should come back. If it doesn't, the coral will probably be more exposed to other stressors, diseases, and it's like also malnutrition. So there is a high chance of mortality. 
And are people here in Aruba very involved in conservation? Yes, for sure. A part of the population is really active in that field. And indeed, there is many conservation institutions like Fundación Parque Nacional Aruba, who is involved in the management of the marine park. There is a local organization that I'm part of the board of Scoba Bubbles, that's involved in the restoration of corals, involving the youth of Aruba. And now there is actually an international collaboration and it really revolves around the restoration of mangroves and coral reefs. So we plan to actually implant artificial reef structure and outplant locally grown corals on this artificial reef structure to kickstart the restoration of the reefs. And what's that got to do with the mangroves? How are they involved? The idea is to restore the waterways because due to construction, we have blocked some of the waterways of the mangroves. So it results in accumulation of sediments and they start to be choked by the sediments. So the idea is to recreate these natural waterways. Now, is the growth of the mangroves or is the health of the mangroves anything to do with the coral reefs? For sure, they're intertwined. Like uh, also the species that live on corals, they also live part of their life in the water of the mangroves. Usually mangroves are used as nurseries for the fish. They are born in the mangroves, they move to seagrass and then to the coral reefs. To link the deterioration of the reefs to the deterioration of the mangroves, more research needs to be done. But there is a link between the three ecosystems, mangroves, seagrass and coral reefs. Is enough known about the sea environment in the Caribbean or have more basic fundamental studies got to be done? There is a great variability across islands. Some islands have a lot of data, a lot of research being done on them, whereas some islands actually have less data because a lot of the equipment that you need for fundamental research are quite expensive. So this actually ties in very well with an interesting project that is happening right outside here. Metabolic Foundation, they try to do a lot of citizen science projects and also to development of technology. They have maker space, they also have a van where people can go there and build their own things. There is 3D printers and tools where the students can learn how to use these technologies. One of the projects they are involved now is called Surfside Science, to build their own sensor to monitor changes in the sea. And they use also open source satellite data for the recording and the seafloor mapping. So that can be reproduced across the Caribbean with low cost equipment that everybody can build themselves through open source mechanisms. Fantastic project also. Interesting parallels with their own marine predicaments. Science being shared internationally. Pauline Newman in Aruba, a piece of paradise, they say.